This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Well, our friend Beth Ann Nichols covers the game for Golf Week and GolfWeek.com, spending a majority of her time on the LPGA. Pleasure to welcome the president of the Golf Writers Association of America, Beth Ann Nichols, back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, B.A.? Doing well. Thanks for having me again. Thanks for doing this. Let, let we got to start. Uncle John wants to know how Molly's doing. How was her Thanksgiving? <laughs> well, the only thing she managed to get off the counter was uh, a little stick of butter. What was left of it? Oh. <laughs> so I, I think she got over that. So, but she's, <laughs> she's counter surfing now. So we got to watch her all the time. Good for her. That's a good girl, Molly. Countersurfing. I like that. Sorry she didn't find some turkey. Um, I know. So, so when you look back on the 2021 LPGA season, what's the first thing that pops into your head? Well, it's the Nelly Corda Jin Young Co. showdown. Uh, absolutely. I think um, you know Nelly Corda probably gets the edge there in, for, in terms of the very first thing, just because you know we, the golf as a whole have waited so long for an American to be number one in the world again. And, and, and of course, Nelly won the Olympic gold and broke through with a major title. So it was, it was, you know, all, all cylinders fi- firing for Nelly. And then all of a sudden, you know, Jin Young Ko made the second half of the season uh, really exciting as well. And it became this, by the end of it, I think we're seeing a true rivalry forming. Uh, Jin Young Ko was player of the year. Um, it's a point system on the LPGA, beating out Nelly. Do you do you like the point system? I do like the point system, and 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 I know that that you know most people would give Nelly the edge because she won the Olympic gold medal, and of course that doesn't that isn't included in the, in the LPGA Player of the Year because it is what it says: the LPGA Player of the Year, and the Olympics is not an LPGA Tour event, so. Uh, you know, I, I love the fact that it's very black and white. Players know what they have to do. And, and really, when it comes down to it, the difference here is Jin Young Ko played two more events than Nellie Corda. She gave herself two more opportunities to, to earn points. And, and, and Nellie played 17 official events this year. And, you know, while a lot of events were, were canceled due to COVID, it's, there were still 29 events and that, and that, was a, on the smaller side of schedules. And so, uh, you know, I think at the end of the day, players have to decide what works best for them. And Nellie will tell you that she did what was best for her physically this year, which was taking a lot of time off after she had those big moments. But that being said, you know, she she, she got inched out by Jen Young-Ko, who made an extraordinary statement in the last tournament of the year in winning the CME Group Tour Championship to with her career best 63 i mean it's leaving no question marks at the end of the season you know who was in the best form at at year's end how important was it that nelly won that gold medal that an american player won the gold medal you know i i think it i think we don't know the answer to that yet really because we really haven't been able to to, to judge the ripple effect of, of Nelly winning gold. I think it's probably too early to say. I, I think I would hope that that it, it made young American players want to play in the Olympics and, and, and aspire to that. 
Uh, but Nellie will tell you that winning a major title uh, is something that she's dreamed of, obviously, far longer than, than winning Olympic gold. And, and that, you know, that, that carried a different weight of meaning for her. And so uh, she says people talk so much about the Olympic gold, it's almost like they've forgotten that I won a major this year. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, I definitely think that, that, that we have yet to see exactly what the Olympics means for golf. I think we have, we have a lot of great expectations for it, but in terms of a place like the U.S., you know, what does it mean? It'll, it'll be interesting to see. We're talking with uh, Beth Ann Nichols here on the Augusta Golf Show. It was, it was hard watching that final tournament, the, 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 the CME Tour Championship, and not think about Lexi and, 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 and the tournaments that got away from her this year. Um, it, will she rebound quickly? Can she rebound quickly? So, you know, watching Lexi at the Pelican the week before, you couldn't help but think about the U.S. Women's Open and the absolute collapse of yeah. the Olympic Club. And you thought that was going to be her moment of redemption at Pelican. And, you know, it, it I will say I felt like the way Lexi handled herself at CME, which is one of her favorite stops on tour, the fact that she put herself in contention on the weekend and seemingly carried herself in a manner in which she had, you know, I'm not saying entirely, but but was able to put at least some of that heartbreak in the rearview mirror to be able to go out and perform well, uh, you know, I think says a lot. And we've, we've seen her rebound a lot over the years. You know, but you, you sort of feel like ever since she, you know, she had that heartbreaker at the A&A inspiration that, that, that there's just a little gear that's missing in terms of being able to close and, and that we might not see her reach the potential now of greatness that, that we thought that she would reach. So at this point, you know, you just want to see her win another major. You know, you just want to see her win another tournament. Uh, I think the the bar the bar of expectation has been lowered a little bit uh, since since the A and A, quite frankly. But I I do give her a lot of credit for putting herself in the position time and time again. But but it it just feels like you know this is a mental thing more than anything else in terms of being able to close it. New commissioner stepping into big shoes. Um, what what what? Where do you see the new commissioner taking pl- taking things? You know, John, I almost feel bad that I still can't answer that question <laughs> because mm. she, she has been so so much um, so much of her time so far has been listening, and she's focused on that a lot and talked about that a lot. And when you try to drill down into, well, what have you heard? She really doesn't give you any anything that you can kind of you know latch onto and say this is this is Molly's vision. You know, I, I really. I can't tell you, and so I'm 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 hopeful that that in the new year that will start to to take shape, and we'll really be able to understand, you know, more of, of how she plans to increase purses and opportunities and all the things that, of course, everybody wants. But in terms of what that looks like, I do know she plans to hire more people and boost the staff, which is much needed, much much needed. So I was happy to hear that. Now there are some key hires. That, that she's going to have to fill. And, and one of them is, is head of communications and what that's going to look like. And, um, and I'll be interested to see what she does there because I think that's a crucial role for the LPGA, which really doesn't have a marketing department either. So 
you know, a lot of the areas that, you know, the PGA Tour, you know, has a legion, an army of folks, you know, and the LPGA doesn't even have a marketing department. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a, a lot that can be done. Um, and I really don't even know what she's going to prioritize at this point. So, um, you know, in, in many ways, it felt like almost an entire year went by um, with the LPGA, you know, trying to get its footing in terms of leadership. And yet, we had a lot of really great announcements and purse increases and, and a lot of momentum despite that. Before I let you go, it's not an LPGA question, It's but it seems wrong to let you go and not mention Annika's win at the U.S. Senior Women's Open. Do we? How big a story was that for 2021? You know, I thought it was fantastic. I think it really put that event you know, to another level. You know, Laura Davies winning the first one was, was significant, especially where it was held in Chicago. But, but I really think that looking at uh, this event going forward and, and younger players saying, hey, I want to I keep my game in shape to be able to play in that tournament when I'm 50. You know, I, I think that's really important for the LPGA to get this next generation because a lot of the you know, the, the players, the, the Betsy Kings and the Pat Bradleys, the folks that we saw at the first one, we, you know, we probably won't see again at, at, at a U.S. Senior Women's Open. So it's going to take this next generation to, to latch on to this idea. But my favorite part of Annika winning was, was watching her do it, do it with her family by her side and something that we've never seen before and walking down the fairway with them and just the emotion that, you know, that that, that that moment she carried it was was just fantastic and and i'm super excited that she's potentially going to play at pine needles in another u.s women's open next year so i think that was a huge uh part of the storyline is that we might see annika at the u.s women's open again um are are we over buying for molly for christmas Oh my goodness! We already started at PetSmart. You should see the bag of bones I bought. <laughs> Good. That's what I want to hear. That's what I want to hear. Uh, she is Beth Ann Nichols. Covers the game for Golf Week and GolfWeek dot com. Uh, B A. Thank you for doing this. If we, if we don't talk again, have a great Christmas. Thanks for doing this. Thank you. I appreciate it. You too, John. Uh, now on to Tiger, right? <laughs>